Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, about three months ago, my computer started to crash right in the middle of recording. I would lose pieces of recording and it's just becoming unbearable. I just recorded about 11 minutes that I totally lost. So I saved all of my files that I hadn't saved in my external drive, deleted and uninstalled Audacity and now reinstalled Audacity. But I just need to hold out a couple more months until my wife goes back to work and we're getting a new computer that is just for recording this show. So, but right here, right at the top, I would just like to say, first of all, since I last recorded, we lost both the Patriot Dale Wilkes and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. So our thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to their friends and family and fans. Rest in peace to both men. As well as best wishes go out to Terry Funk. He's not been doing well lately, but I just hope that he has peace and comfort and that he is well dealing with everything that is happening with him lately. And folks, I have to tell you, now I'm on vacation last week down south and it's like nowhere else in the world. My wife had the same surgery that I had a couple of years ago, and I know dealing with her and having gone through it myself that when she says she has to go to the bathroom, you have at best some minutes before she really has to go. So we're traveling. We get to Virginia state where her parents live, but we're still about two to three hours away from her parents' house and she has to go to the bathroom. No problem. I find an exit. I pull into a gas station and I pull over to the side. She gets out And there's a beautiful hillside in front of me. Now, a truck pulls up next to me. This woman gets out with a dog, a leash, and a little boy. Little boy is about three years old. They get out and they go up the hillside. And I said, okay, she's going to let the puppy run around and use the bathroom while the man who was driving the truck got gas. So that's he pulls out, he goes and gets gas. And sure enough, that's what's happening. And then I look up and the little boy, again, about three years old, pulls down his pants and then proceeds to pee everywhere. I mean, he's just turning in a circle, peeing everywhere. Now, I'm a 43 year old man. I shouldn't be looking at something like that. So I'm looking all around the truck, just trying to avoid looking straight ahead. And my wife gets back in the truck and she's like what's up with you I'm like look straight ahead but don't look long and she says oh my god that boy is peeing and I'm like yes he is let's get out of here and so we did 
and we're driving along and about an hour later I need to get gas so I pull into a gas station we're going through this town I pull into a gas station next to the local Donald Trump store and the strangest signs that they had outside farmers for Trump truck drivers for Trump 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 which if if you support Trump it is what it is you can do whatever you want to do but they had the strangest signs Trump 2020 then they had Trump 2021 don't forget to vote Trump 2024 Whitey's fireworks now that last one I'm not sure it may not have been with the Trump stuff but and I don't know the quality of their fireworks so don't ask Trump 2021 don't forget to vote we're not having another election nobody is voting it's not happening I I just I don't understand it and so I got gas and just got out of there as quickly as I could and I'm driving along and there is up on another hillside a good 50 foot large confederate flag and a speaker hidden somewhere that's playing Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA, which I don't understand that at all. I don't understand the message that someone was trying to send out. I don't understand the context. If you do, cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Drop me a line and tell me about it. Now, my wife's God sister was getting married. So, that first weekend we were down south. Fourth of July weekend, we had a rehearsal dinner, a wedding, and a reception to go to. And my wife, we get out at my in-laws' house. My wife immediately leaves with her mother to prepare and decorate for this wedding and this reception that they're going to have. My father-in-law, I sleep for a couple hours. My father-in-law and I drive to the rehearsal dinner that's at a hotel and we they had a room set aside for us at the hotel now i'm going to be conservative and say let's say this hotel had 100 rooms they had about 30 parking spaces and there's a restaurant attached to the hotel they had about 15 parking spaces Now, they had 20 people eating outside. I don't know where these people parked at. And my wife said, just valet it. And I I sent back my father-in-law and I, we've got nowhere to park. We're in downtown Richmond, Virginia. And I said, you can't valet there unless you're staying there. And they, the valets point us to this public lot that's like a block up. But you got to take five blocks over and circle around to get to this. And it's like National Lampoon's European Vacation. Look, kid, Big Ben, Parliament. We just keep circling because we can't find anywhere. Finally, they say, oh, well, there's an empty lot across the street. You won't get towed. So my father-in-law just pulls in. We park. We go. Great time. Now, I had that. I had the wedding and the reception the next day. My father-in-law totally detailed my truck. 
washed it, washed under the hood. I didn't ask him to do this. Didn't know he was doing this, but he does all that. We get ready. Now I'm going, since I'm losing this weight for the rehearsal dinner, the wedding and the reception, I have one pair of dress pants for both. So, you know, you get back, you hang them back up so they won't get ruined. We're leaving for the wedding. And I noticed that we're driving down the road. My hood is open. The little indicator is on. So I tell my father-in-law, we stop at the stop sign. I jump out. I fix the hood. I go to get back in the truck and I mistimed how far I had to step up into the truck on the passenger side because I'm always driving. And I had to put a rip in my pants. And so it's a small rip right near the crotch. But it's all I can think of. And my wife's like, I knew it. But I finally, I get through all of that. Wonderful wedding. Next day, 4th of July, we have a great barbecue. We go out on the pontoon boat. Just a great time. The next day, I have breakfast with my buddy TJ. About five years ago. It'll be five years this upcoming Christmas Eve. My aunt passed away and in her will, she left me 5% of a piece of land that is landlocked and you can't get to it from here. I went to look for my land because I had never seen it and I couldn't find it, but I had had fun looking for it. That was interesting looking for that. But that was part one of my trip down south. And I'll tell you about part two next week. But today we look at the main event four from the WWF. The main event four aired on NBC on November the 23rd, 1990. It is the first main event not aired live, but taped on October the 30th, 1990 from the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews Ted DiBiase. Mean Gene runs down some of the things DiBiase has done in the past. DiBiase says his wealth runs deeper than money. Sean Mooney interviews the Ultimate Warrior. He said all the money in the world can't make a champion because his power can't be bought. He says that DiBiase says everybody has a price. What price is DiBiase willing to pay? We then go to our opening credits. Ted DiBiase is shown getting in the ring as Vince McMahon and Roddy Piper welcome us to the show. Piper is chewing on some turkey legs because it's the day after Thanksgiving, if you didn't know. The Ultimate Warrior is shown running to the ring. WWF Championship Match. The Ultimate Warrior versus Ted DiBiase with Virgil. Slow to start. DiBiase starts out hot. But Warrior comes back with clothesline. He knocks DiBiase and Virgil's heads together. He throws DiBiase back in. DiBiase comes back after landing a knee during a warrior charge. He hits several moves, but can't get the pin. Warrior comes back. Virgil grabs Warrior's leg and DiBiase attacks. It goes outside. Back in, DiBiase still can't get a pin. He does get the Warrior down. Warrior comes back and gets a two count from a backslide. Back and forth. Both down after a double clothesline collision. Warrior up and hits several clothesline, the shoulder block and splash, but Virgil comes in for the disqualification. Warrior grabs Virgil 
and while he has him in the air, he is attacked by Randy Savage and Queen Sherry. Savage hits him with the scepter. Savage is throwing refs who try to stop him. Sherry grabs the title and attacks Warrior with it. They finally leave. Warrior struggles to his feet as the crowd cheers. Mean Gene interviews Randy Savage and Queen Sherry. He says he took the million dollar man's payment, but it was about more than money. He says the best feeling will be after he beats the Warrior and becomes the WWF champion. Mean Gene interviews Sergeant Slaughter and General Adnan about Nikolai Volkov, whom Slaughter is scheduled to face. Slaughter says to hell with Volkov and Old Glory. He only salutes the Iraqi flag. Nikolai Volkov versus Sergeant Slaughter with General Adnan. Volkov waves Old Glory and Slaughter attacks him and whips him with the riding crop and puts the camel clutch on. A USA chant goes out. Jim Duggan comes out with the 2x4 and Slaughter and Adnan retreat. Mean Gene interviews the big boss man. He talks about Bobby Heenan making fun of his mother. Mr. Perfect versus the Big Boss Man. Bobby Heenan is conspicuous by his absence. Perfect runs from the boss man who catches him. Perfect plays human pinball with himself as the ball. Perfect oversells for boss man. Boss man goes up top but misses the splash. Perfect takes over. He punishes boss man and then Perfect takes off the top turnbuckle pad. Boss man blocks it and then runs Perfect into it. Perfect selling everything. Perfect reverses an Irish whip and boss man gets tossed into the corner and sells his back being hurt. Bobby Heenan comes to ringside. Boss man counters the Perfect Plex with a small package for a two count. Slugfest for a two count. Perfect gets the perfect plex on, but boss man kicks out at two. Heenan pulls the rope down for boss man to fall through, but perfect gets reversed and goes through and boss man grabs Heenan. Heenan slaps boss man and takes off with boss man following. Boss man gets counted out. And folks, this is a short show, only an hour, but this is the match of the show for me. Just all the participants just went out of their way to make an entertaining match. Mean Gene gets accosted by Bobby Heenan, who begs Mean Gene to help him get the boss man off his back. And then we go to a classic, the Buddy Rose blowaway diet commercial. This is hilarious if you've never seen it. Rick Martel versus Tito Santana. There's a long time feud here, going back to their days as Strike Force and Martel walking out on Santana a year and a half earlier at WrestleMania 5. Martel attacks right away. He throws Santana out. Santana attacks Martel and throws him back in. Santana takes over and gets a two count. Martel regains control after a throat thrust. Back and forth. Martel gets caught up top and slammed. Santana takes over. He hits a clothesline for a two count. Martel gets the Boston Crab on to win. Mean Gene interviews Jake Roberts. They flash back to Roberts getting sprayed with arrogance. He said now Martel is truly blind out in the open. He rolled the dice and they came up snake eyes. 
Vince and Roddy showed the Randy Savage attack on the Ultimate Warrior. Sean Mooney interviews the Ultimate Warrior. He says the championship represents the bond with the Warrior. He says at first he saw tears in the eyes of his Warriors. Then he saw rage. Roddy says when these two meet, the earth will tremble as Vince wishes us good night. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. And if you do that, take a shot of it and send it to me, cupofjoewrestlingshow at gmail.com, and I will mention you on a future show. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.